Good day, fellow hoteliers, and welcome to episode 242 of the Hotel Marketing Podcast. It's me, Pete DeMay with Travel Boom, and today is a huge day. After months of research, the new 2023 Leisure Travel Trend Study is now available, and boy, let me tell you, it is a big one. back on the podcast. So the big question is, did you wake up this morning hoping for a 46-page document full of hotel marketing gold? Because if you did, you came to the right place. You are in luck. All you need to do is go to travelboommarketing.com slash study, free to download. And most people will say, Pete, this is too expensive. I'm not a millionaire. I can't afford whatever this study is going to cost. It's probably millions of dollars per download. But what if I were to tell you it's available for the amazingly low price of $0.00? You can get it for absolutely free, and it is chock full of data, everything from what hoteliers are expecting you to know about what they need. It's going to talk about loyalty programs, how they see the economy, where we stand with COVID, and a million other things that we want to cover. It's really valuable. It's great resource as you're starting to wrap up 2023 and plan for 2024. And all you have to do, travel slash study, and you can download that for free right now. We're going to be diving into some of those items today and talking about specifically the five things that leisure travelers want you to know. But before we get into those five things, we're going to do 60 seconds to success. So 60 seconds to success is when I have just one minute on the clock to share a tip or trick that's going to make your hotel marketings much more effective. Now, with everything with Travel Boom, we're going to do our best to make sure that we stay under that 60-second window. But if that alarm clock goes off, well, that's just the way life is, and there's not too much I can do about it. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to dive into this, and obviously, since we're talking about the travel study this episode, the tip comes directly from that study. So if you're joining us on LinkedIn or YouTube and you want that study, just go to travelboommarketing.com slash podcast and you can download it for nada, zero, zilch dollars. It's a great deal. And best of all, it's going to help you become a better hotelier, which is what we're here to do. So here we go. I'm going to look over here to this screen and I'm going to put my timer on and see if I can get this done for you. Are you ready? Hoteliers got a hotelier. One critical piece of data that's come out of the study this year that was really interesting is apparently we're not treating our guests very well at all. Between COVID services being limited, struggling to find staff, rising costs, the guests are really at a breaking point, and it's all because we're not doing what we need to do to make them feel enjoyed or appreciated and enjoy their stay and everything else. So my tip is simple. Hoteliers got a hotelier. Treat your guests like the royalty they are and always take the opportunity to go above and beyond. This is har- this is harder than it was before, but a hotelier who steps up and gets back to good old-fashioned hospitality will see big dividends in returns, reviews, and obviously revenue. If you don't, the guests you have today will be at your competitors tomorrow. I have all the time in the world. 
There it goes. So there's the time. But yes, that, that's the simple 60 second tip for today is that hotelier, you got to start hoteling again. You got to be that amazing innkeeper that took your business from a small little property up to what it is today. And it, it may still be a small property or it may be a huge resort. But either way, when your guests go to your property, they're going there expecting to have a magical experience. They're expecting to be surprised and delighted, as we always say so much. You know, it kind of brings me back to what we were talking about last week on the episode where we had Mari Berry with Remington Hospitality, and she had a 60 Seconds to Success that's kind of similar to this. And what she said, and I quote, it's all about the associate. You have to spend the time to ingrain in your team from the bottom to the top that everything that we're doing at the property is for guest satisfaction. If you're cleaning the sheets, it's for the best possible night's sleep for that guest. If you're working at the pool, it's for the most amazing aquatic experience that, that guest can have. You have to put the time in with your staff so that your staff can put the time in with the guest. And if you do that, you are sure to see an amazing return because here's the thing. Other people are going to still fall down on this. Other people are still not going to be the hotelier and the true innkeeper that they should be which means you have a great opportunity to step up and really be the one who leads the way. And that's it. That's the 60 seconds to success for today. If you're listening on YouTube or LinkedIn, jump on over to the full podcast. Today, this is episode 242, and we're going to be talking about the five things leisure travelers want you to know. And it came to us specifically from the 2023 Leisure Travel Trend Study. Again, we surveyed well over 2,000 people. We got a lot of great responses, and we're going to be diving into that right now on the full podcast. So I definitely hope you wrap up this video here and join us over there. So with that being said, we've got the 60 seconds to success out of the way. Now what we're going to do is dive into the good stuff, and that is specifically the things that a we asked the, our survey respondents, what do you want hoteliers to know. And this is kind of, this was an open-ended question that was really designed just to let people get stuff off their chest. You know, some people said, you know, positive things. Some people said negative things. But what we did was distill that down to really five key things that every traveler had some form of, you know, hot button for. Some of it was in the comments that were made and others were, you know, kind of based on some of the analytical data that we pulled out of the study. So as we go through this, we'll kind of reference different areas of the study, go back and forth. And I think either way, hopefully it's be great information for you. Again, travelboommarketing.com slash study is where you can get the full study, completely free, and it is available as you're listening to this recording right now. So definitely jump over there and grab that. So diving into the first one, we ask guests, what are the things that are going to help move the needle? And if you could tell a hotel one thing that would convince you, in this case, convince the, the respondent to book a stay, what would those be? Now, I'll go ahead and read some of the, the my favorites first, and then we'll dive into the individual ones. But some of the, my favorite responses were one person said, have something fun at night, wine tasting, ice cream, Sundays, whatever that might be. Have something fun that we're going to remember. The other thing that we heard a lot was eliminate extra city and resort fees that add a lot of cost to my vacation that I was not planning on. And a lot of people said that they were kind of annoyed that there was kind of a bait and switch type 
behavior to the booking process where, you know, they see that a room is going to be say $130 a night. And then all of a sudden there's $90 in resort fees, taxes, service fees, whatever that might be. And before you know it, they're looking at a $300 a night stay when they were not expecting that. They don't like that. Another thing that was said a lot, and this was probably three or four different responses minimum, a room upgrade, a credit toward amenities on site would be really nice. And again, they wish the customer uh, service skills were better at the property. That was, again, a lot of things that people said. Another person said that they really love a good deal and put the rooms on sale if you book ahead and drop all those hidden fees. I pay a resort fee when I don't even, when I'm not even at a resort, why would I do that? I think what that person is saying there is that, again, like we said before, it's the resort fees. It's being able to know they got a great deal. All that stuff's important. One of the big things that really came out of the study is cost is becoming a lot more important than it has in the past. Back in 2002, 2001, 2002, as we were kind of coming out of COVID, people were flush with cash. We saw ADRs go through the roof, but that's starting to go uh, in the rearview mirror, and it's not quite as much liquid capital in the world, and people are starting to get a little bit nervous about the economy. So having great deals is great. So they talked a lot about great deals. Uh, <laughs> one of them was, and I'm going to read this, and I'm assuming it's going to be a Southern accent, but I don't know. Quit raising the dang prices during the summer. If you can lower it in the winter, then quit being greedy and jacking up the price in the summer. Now, I don't know if that's how that person sounds, but that, that's my best guess. And then one other person said that they love the idea of, you know, a book four nights, get a fifth night free, things like that, or little vouchers that they can get. But really, there's four, four things that were really interesting. One was everybody said this, be friendly. Almost a full third of all the write-in responses had some form or fashion of be friendly. And as we talked about 60 seconds to success is that people are frustrated that they're not getting a smiling face at the front desk and they're not getting great customer service. So that's something you can fix right now. The second big takeaway is I think it's at least a quarter of the respondents all said, be clean. There are so many responses talking about dirty, dirty rooms, wobbly toilets, maintenance issues, housekeeping, not showing up. And the guests are saying, hey, I'm paying more than I ever have in the past, and I'm getting a service that is lower than you know, I've ever had before either. So something has to change. So be clean, pay attention to maintenance, think about your capital projects, what's going on, and, and fix that. Because the fact of the matter is, if someone doesn't feel like your property is clean, you can be sure they're not coming back to your property ever again. Now, the last two are very you know, in juxtaposition. The first one was, hey, hoteliers. Be pet friendly. So many travelers are traveling with pets, with their fur babies, whatever they call them, particularly since the pandemic, and they want pet friendly properties. The last one, don't be pet friendly. So obviously it goes completely against the one I just said, but other respondents were completely against having other people bring their pets. They might be allergic and they don't want a pet in their room prior to them getting there. They might get annoyed when there's dogs yapping at the poolside, whatever it might be. Pets versus no pets is going to be a, a hot topic for hoteliers for the foreseeable future. And we're just going to kind of see where that all goes from there. So those are some of the favorite responses that you know, we got from these open-ended questions. Now it's time to go ahead and dive down into really the five things that we recommend that you look at putting in place 
And if you can't put them in place, find some way to better accommodate guests who have these type of recommendations, have these frustrations. Here we go. Number one, free nights. The most common requested sale was for free nights based on length of stay. And it was not even a question. If you're looking to run a sale, a book three nights, get the fourth night free is something that will absolutely work fantastic for your property. It was across the board from people who had stayed at high-end properties to low-end properties. It doesn't matter. And what we found is crafting that promotional message the right way should be stay four, get fifth free, not necessarily 20% off because the one night free seemed to resonate a lot better than the, the alternate there. Now with that, your property is going to be a little bit different. So when I say free nights to you, what that may actually equate to is that 20% off deal. You're going to need to A-B test that. As we say, always be testing. So keep that up and see what you can do about integrating some free nights into your promotion. That was the number one piece of data we got back from these open-ended questions about what people wanted to tell hoteliers. The second one, and this one goes back to COVID. This was a big one before, and it's coming back again. Free cancellation. This request appeared very frequently in both the sections where we asked what would you want to tell a hotelier, but also in questions where we ask what are the things that would convince you to stay or book early at a property. And free cancellations was right there at the top. Travelers need the assurance that if they need to cancel, they can do so without penalty. Incredibly important was very it was a resounding positive feedback anytime we ask questions about free cancellations. So here's what happened from a hotelier perspective during during COVID. We had to do free cancellations. There there was no way around it. It was a, a health emergency. Whether what panned out or didn't pan out in the future was irrelevant. But if you had someone who said they had COVID, you really couldn't charge them for that stay. So we rolled out free cancellations and for good or bad, free cancellations is a thing that we have to deal with from now on. So it is what it is. Find a way to incorporate that into your process. And, and, and the reality is in most cases, people only cancel a vacation if they really have to. So what that means is if, if you need to put it, you know, free cancellations greater than 48 hours, whatever that might be, find a way to make it work into your operations procedures. So obviously it doesn't cause an occupancy problem, but you're able to answer that big or tick off that box of things that are preventing a person from booking an earlier state of your property. That was number two. Number three, this one goes back to a lot of those comments that I read earlier. Reasonable rates. Man, oh man. People are frustrated. And they said this on all the comments and throughout the entire study, which we'll be talking about in future podcast episodes and pieces of content as well. But people were frustrated that the place where they used to book that was $80 a night is now $150. Yes, inflation is creeping up on us. Yes, the economy is changing. And yes, the traveler is much, much more concerned about the economy. I think we've tipped on this a little bit during past podcasts and content, but I'll tell you right now, this study is pretty eye-opening in that people are very concerned about the future of the economy, but right now they're not so concerned about their own personal economy. And that's a little bit of a, you know, a yin and yang. They're saying, oh, the economy scares the heck out of me. Oh, but not my economy. My economy is great. It's my neighbors that I'm worried about. I mean, it goes back to that quote of what's the difference between a recession and a depression. 
A recession is when your neighbor loses their job. A depression is when you lose your job. So while people are still feeling good about their own personal economy, they are starting to pinch pennies a little bit more. So I would say find a way to have clear, transparent pricing that is commiserate to the type of property that you offer. If you are a roadside inn on the side of I-95, you're probably not a $400 a night property. If you are a basic resort with a simple outdoor pool, you're probably not looking at six, $700 a night. So know the place in the market that you belong, because if you start straying too far out of there, one, you're going to alienate your past guest history, which is you know, where your guests should be primarily coming from. And two, you're also not offering the true amenities and actual experience that someone who's used to paying six, $700 a night is going to expect. So you alienate one group and you push away the other group. It's not a good thing from a long-term success story for properties. That was the third thing. Going on to number four, and this one is so, so crazy prevalent throughout all of our pieces of data that we collected. One, not only is this one of the number one things that people look for in terms of making a booking and that booking decision in the data that we collected, but it was also very high in the open-ended questions that we asked the travelers as well. Bring back free breakfast or just bring back breakfast in general. This is one of the things that I think over the years people have kind of got accustomed to is being able to go downstairs and you have your breakfast buffet with pancakes and bacon and eggs and all that kind of fun stuff. It's a cost center for the hotel, no doubt, but it's one of those things where when people were shopping and we said, okay, what are the top five items that you want to look at before you make a booking decision? It was having a pool, free breakfast, free Wi-Fi, in-room kitchens, you know, things along those lines. So if you can find a way to add value to your stay without necessarily increasing your rates with things like free Wi-Fi, free breakfast and whatnot, it's going to be a big opportunity for you to drive conversion rate. People are absolutely looking for that. All right, so here's the last thing, number five, that we really took away from the leisure travel study in 2023. Like I said before, I'm a broken record, but if you want to study, it's available right now at travelboommarketing.com slash study, and you can get it for the low cost of zero. And we know that just like hotel, uh, the guests that are staying at your property, they like free stuff. I'm thinking that you also might enjoy a few free things. So what is that last thing that, people do not want to have, or they want to tell hoteliers, they want to tell hoteliers no more resort fees. It's starting to make them mad. And you're making your guests mad when you start charging these absorbent resort fees for what the guests are perceiving as not offering value to them. So if you're booking a stay at a standard, say, resort that has an indoor pool, an outdoor pool, maybe a, a gym or wherever that might be, and it's for say $200 a night, and then you add a $50 a night resort fee, they're booking that property based on the fact that you have an indoor pool, an outdoor pool, a fitness center. If all of a sudden they start charging sec for that again, what you're doing is you're adding all these additional services that people would prefer to opt out of. I know when I go on vacation, I want the pools, but I'm probably not going to find myself getting up early in the morning for a run or a workout or whatever that might be. I would prefer to opt out of the, the fitness room. I prefer to opt out of the business center. There's a lot of things that I don't necessarily need 
And when you force it down people's throats with these resort fees, it's going to cause frustration. Throughout this whole study, it, they kept saying, no more resort fees, no more resort fees, no more resort fees. So I'd throw that out there as the, the one thing that you really should consider finding a way to integrate into your overall revenue strategy and your room rate so that it does become more clear. We won't even get to the fact that it becomes problematic from an OTA perspective where sometimes resort fees may not be collected until they show up at the property. There's a lot of things that can kind of you know, go haywire there as well. So, so that is what we got. Those are the five things that the leisure traveler wants to tell you, the hotelier, about what you can do to convince them to make a booking. If you follow those five things, I think a lot of things will go into, will fall into place for you pretty easily. As we head into the end of 2023, as we go into 2024, there's no doubt that the economy is going to become a bigger and bigger decision fact or decision point for customers. If you get these in place, I think you'll be in a better shape moving forward for that. So again, that that is what people said. So it's clear that we need to improve our performance. We need to do a better job welcoming the guest, delivering that surprise and delight and magical feeling that someone gets when they walk into a property. But we also need to be transparent and tell them what they're getting. We need to show them the price. We need to show them great value. And if we do that, we're going back to what we talked about at the beginning of being a true innkeeper, someone that when someone spends their hard-earned money on a vacation or a business trip, that they feel like they are being taken care of, they're being appreciated, and they're not being taken advantage of. Do those five things, your hotel will be doing phenomenal. Even better, if you really want to do well, go on over to travelbootmarketing.com slash study and download this free 46-page study full of fancy graphs and charts and insights that are going to make your hotel marketing much more effective. That's all we have for the podcast today. It's a relatively short episode. I just wanted to get to the point and let you guys know the big news that that study is available. So go grab it. And that's all I got for you today. If you want to learn more about Travel Boom, go to travelboommarketing.com. If you want the show notes to this podcast with a link to the study as well, go to travelboommarketing.com slash podcast and go ahead and use your thumb, your finger, your pointer, stylus, whatever you might be using and click on episode 242 to get what you need. With that being said, I hope you have a great week being the best hotelier you can be. And I hope you take some of these things to heart. We're going to be back next week, or should I say probably about two weeks, with more tips and tricks to make your hotel marketing that much more effective. Now, with that being said, Travel Boom is out.